Thank you for tuning into the Hope When There Was None podcast. And here we share stories to educate you, to empower you and inspire. So thank you for listening and tuning in. Please do me a favor and share if you have a favorite episode, or maybe you think somebody else that needs a dose of positivity and to maybe break open some of the darkness, let there be light. So thank you again for all of your support and encouragement. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, it's Melinda. How are you doing? I know I missed last week. I've got some health issues going on, but this is important. I want to talk about cyber abuse. Now, I've started this a few weeks back, starting with what's abuse, financial, and I'm not going in particular order, financial abuse, sexual abuse. I did um, emotional abuse, and there was one more, but today I'm doing cyber abuse. So what is cyber abuse? Now, cyber abuse, and I do have another announcement after I'm, I'm done with this. So, uh, so what I'm going to talk to you now, I just knew a few things, and now there's much more to this, like all the facets with abuse. There is so much more to abuse. So sending threats or hurtful messages on email, text messages, websites, or social media. There's posting secrets, recordings, and we've all heard about nasty videos that come out as well that were meant to be private or personal, uh, pictures as well. Now, hacking into uh, the victim's account, and now this one is, is pretty popular when you X actually did that on LinkedIn. He made an account with my name um, and he said something about me being a liar or something like that. So you can find two Melinda Kuntz on, on LinkedIn, but it's spelled wrong or spelled differently. I don't remember if it was my last name. My sister Amanda can tell me if she remembers, but it's not spelled right. So, and this was years later when he did this, guys. So they can create a fake ad of the victim, a fake account. There's sexting. Yes, sexting can be a form of cyber abuse. They can have unwanted things that they might be saying to you or about you, something of that nature. They can start rumors. They could start rumors that you are a horrible person. Maybe you're a whore or a drug user. Maybe you beat your children. Whatever it is, they will go ahead and, and use those, uh, whatever they can make up. They can stalk you online. They can have other people in their circle. Those flying monkeys can spy on you, too, and bring that information back to your abuser. Now, you might feel like you're being watched. Maybe you're in your house and you're like, I always feel like somebody's watching me. And I'm not trying to make light of any of this, by the way, but I just thought of that song. Now, they can plant spyware, even if you haven't left your abuser, or maybe you have, for some reason, your abuser had a few moments of time in your place, or they had access to your computer. Now, when I left my ex, I gave my kids tablets, I gave them, I had a, like a little recorder, it was probably about the size of my phone now, and uh, you could take pictures on there, and you could take video. Well, my ex went ahead and swiped the memory card that I had in there, and he looked at all the pictures, and he thought, yeah, he was finding something very personal or something and there wasn't it was just pictures of the kids but he blew it out of proportion to say this that and the other and hey it just was crazy but he also took my GPS so I didn't even think about it I had um, my 
um, the Tom Tom. We had a Tom Tom, and he. We were doing a visitation with my son, who was at uh, the hospital under observation for suicide watch, and during that time. My ex went ahead. I made sure that we weren't seeing him at the same time. We were varying times, but we did have to meet with a counselor at the time. So during that period of time, I stayed in the room, and then he got to go. The nurse walked me down the hall. We can actually see my ex in my, the van, and he's going through my stuff. He took like a, I had a crystal angel or cross. I had a crystal, I think it was an angel hanging from my rear view mirror. He took my tom-tom, and I think he took like two or three other things. I don't know what he did with it, but he was able to go ahead and track my whereabouts from the history, the recent in the history of that TomTom. So please be careful with your GPS. Now, um, they could also feel like maybe they could have, uh, again, feeling watch. You could have somebody installing cameras on your in your home. Cameras are really small now. They can actually track you if they have that app software and maybe they're able to have access to your phone. Perhaps you had this phone with your ex. Maybe unbeknownst to you, they put that tracking software on your phone. So please be mindful of your computers, your laptops when you take your kids over for visitations. I would try to refrain from doing electronics. I know that's hard, but maybe have them um, leave their iPads at home or leave their phones at home, whatever it is to do to keep you safe because we don't want to have that access where your ex knows where you are all the time. Now, they could be tracking your email and your internet use. Now, this necessarily, all of these are not necessarily after you're left. These things can be happening while you're with your abuser. My ex used to, I mean, look at my emails, he would look at my where I was at on my um, my social media, what was I looking at, did I, you know, who was I chatting with, and so on and so on. So your person can, your abuser can go ahead and track all that information. There is consistent emailing, texting, phone calls, and trying to intimidate you. And this can be either while you're with that partner or after you have left. This is something that they can do. They could harass you on social media, dating sites, chatting, gaming sites, or whatever. They can harass you. Now, what can you do? There are laws to protect you from this, and I would start with calling your local law enforcement, and they'll be able to help you find what you need, whether it's a protective order and so on and so on. Like all other forms of, of abuse, the abuser wants the victim to feel powerless and that they have control. And a lot of times you feel like you're going crazy, but you're not crazy. These things are, if, and also I've learned if you are the one that thinks you're crazy, you're not crazy. It's the other person. Um, so I encourage you to please reach out to your local law enforcement. Also, if you can, reach out to a shelter, a woman's shelter in your area. Uh, find somebody, counselor, therapist that can help you with this. If you know of any of these that you are being affected by, uh, go to your local computer store to have them sweep for information on spyware and so on on your computers. Or again, if you think that you might be being watched in your home, this isn't uncommon, please uh, contact the local law enforcement. They might be able to help you with that. I don't know how, but they could probably do that. Now, getting back to my personal, now, um, my daughter Jessica uh, was brave, and on Wednesday she called the police against her abuser. Yes, my daughter is a victim of domestic violence, and this has been going on for some time. Now, she hasn't really claimed that title of being a victim, and we are going through this cycle where, of course, she wants him back, and please don't judge. She is a young girl, a young teenager, not teenager, she's in her 20s. Uh, she has a three-year-old grand. I have a granddaughter. Sorry, I'm trying not to get emotional. But she was brave enough. She called the police on Wednesday against him. 
and uh, he tried, oh, I'm not going to go into too many details, so she called, he was taken away, he was bonded out today from court and uh, from the police jail. Um, she met with his dad because she had his keys because police just carted him away. They didn't give him any time to grab personal effects. Of course, this isn't a hotel. So um, they went ahead and they took him away. He had his wallet, his phone, and his keys in her possession. And uh, so she had them. She's been holding on to him, waiting to hear from dad and whatnot, his dad or, or her boyfriend. Well, she didn't hear from the boyfriend, but she heard from the police that he was bonded out today. And then dad sent her a message, said, hey, he needs his keys and some socks and whatever else, you know, his wallet. And so she met him before she went to work. And uh, during that time, his dad did tell her that's all her fault. She effed it up because she called the police. That it's all her fault that now they have these mounting attorney fees over two grand. And that she needs to pack up her crap and the baby's crap three years old now and they need to leave because they're not paying the bills three years old my daughter has just got a job she is working her butt off as much as she can 20 hours a week that's all they give her but thank goodness she's got a job and uh, now supposedly she has no place to live and they're not offering to help her um, they've got one car well they actually have two cars but the boyfriend hasn't fixed the other one yet it's been sitting there for, I think, like six months now. And so she's driving his car, thank goodness, but I don't know if he's going to take that from her. And she, she doesn't have an extra car. Um, so we're worried about that. We're worried about, you know, we'll figure all it out, but, you know, how is she going to afford attorney fees? How is she going to afford a place of her own? Um, so I am... I don't know I'm thinking about doing a GoFundMe. I don't usually do these sort of things, guys. I don't usually ask or beg for money or anything like that, or I don't want to seem like it's begging, but I know these resources are out here. I don't know if that's a good idea to do. I really want to help her the best I can, and um, she needs to be independent. She needs to find a place of her own. Of course, she's always welcome here. We are not going to say, hey, you can't stay here. There's some allergy issues with our critters, which is probably a reason why she won't want to stay. So we do want to help her get on her feet to help her feel like she has some empowerment and control. She's feeling useless. She's feeling worthless. And again, his dad didn't help. And to say that, hey, it's the middle of winter. You've got to pack up your daughter, your crap, and you got to go. you got to leave. And I'm, I'm sugarcoating this because he said it a lot rougher. And making her feel like she's a bad guy? Really? It's just, it's wrong. It's wrong. It's on so many levels. Um, and I know many of you can probably agree with me. So uh, I'm thinking of getting a GoFundMe. I will post it here. I don't know, again, if you guys think that's a good idea or not. Uh, we will help out as best we can. And um, I'm just really flustered. I'm really angry. I understand her side of it, wanting to get back together with him because she's in that victim mode. And this is very common for victims to do. You know, I've been there. You know, you're preaching to the choir, so I need to help her build up her self-esteem and find that power that she has and um, get her to the place where she's not feeling suicidal, that she knows that she can get do this on her own and that, you know, we back her. Dang, I didn't mean to cry. Um, so I'm coming on just to ask for prayers. I'm coming on to ask for help. And um, I guess that's about it. I'm going to let you all go because I don't want an ugly cry on, on camera because I've done that before. But thank you for listening again. This is uh, Cyber Abuse. If you or anybody you know is in a domestic violence situation, please get help. Whether it be... Always pray. Whether it be 
Stop, buddy. This is important. Whether it be in a, uh, you know, just emotional abuse, you think, oh, it's just emotional abuse. Or, hey, it's just, he's just mentally playing with me. It's still abuse. Contact your local shelter. If it's physical or something worse, please contact the police. I know my daughter's really heartbroken right now because of the situation that's going on. But you know what? I am, I'm proud of her. She really needed to do this. I'm hoping later on she'll understand how powerful she was when she did that. And um, I, I know that his dad is just right now trying to make her feel powerless and trying to push her to the point where she will snap and maybe say that, yes, I want to take my life or maybe um, I, I don't want to be here anymore. So they can take that power away from her and probably get try to get custody of the baby. And I don't want that because that young man her boyfriend's already said if something ever happens to Jessica they will make sure that myself and Mr. Awesome and Terry will not see that baby ever so um, I've gotten the name from the local shelter North Rural Crisis Center of a an attorney that helps in my area so we're I'm gonna make a phone call and uh, I gotta talk to Jess first and get that taken care of so we can see that attorney and see what our rights are what her rights are uh, right away because I know that they can't they are behind in their rent by the way so um we got gave just money what we had to start a checking account so she's got her own checking account now yay and um so we're hoping just to you know baby steps baby steps to get her going and so she feels again that empowerment that she can do this but I, you know you're my tribe guys you are my people i'm coming to you and i did this on my private group asking for help asking for prayers just Prayers, too, is very helpful. And if you could just share this video, I'd really appreciate that because I know she needs to know that she's beautiful, that she's confident, that she is amazing, and she's a wonderful mom. She's a great mom. She doesn't feel like that now. So I know she needs help with that. But um, thank you again for listening. I appreciate that. And uh, Jessica's story is not uncommon. Oh, and also her, uh, her abuser would not put any of her... Her name on anything so she is not on the, the trailer where they live she well she might be on the trailer I take that back uh, she is not on his bank account so again luckily we open helped her open up that account but she is not on the utility she's not on the car so again we're worried that he's gonna take that car from her and um, she is she, she feels like she has nothing but I want to empower her that she knows she has something besides monetary that she has a community maybe she doesn't have a couch or whatever but she has this community that can come and support her so again her name is Jessica if you can pray for her I'd appreciate that if you could share this video and help me um, bring awareness to abuse cyber abuse and all the other abuses I'd appreciate it and this close hits close to me because I'm mom and I left my abuser hoping I would break the cycle but unfortunately you know sometimes this happens our kids follow in our footsteps they have these they find these these narcissists these abusers and they wind up in this situation and as moms and dads we want to protect our kids and mama bear wants to come out fiercely but I know I've got to be supportive and I've got to be um, someone there that can listen and not judge her for the way she's feeling if she's feeling that she wants to go back with her abuser I know I can't judge her for that because I've been there and I understand that aspect of it but it's hard guys it's hard y'all sitting on the other side because I know that she's beautiful and she's powerful and she's just it got so many great qualities she doesn't see that so again keep her in your prayers this is Melinda I'm gonna sign off for real this time before I start bawling thank you for listening I appreciate it and please stay safe bye